Welcome to the Oregon Real Estate Podcast. My name is Roy Whiting, and I'm principal broker and co-owner of Certified Realty, located in Oregon's Willamette Valley. And this afternoon, we're going to be talking about, is Oregon a buyer's or seller's market? It's a common question that we hear, and in certain parts of the state, it certainly is a seller's market. However, as we'll soon see, that doesn't necessarily translate to all 36 counties in our state. So to start off, uh, let's first get some definitions down. Uh, what exactly do these terms mean, buyer's market and seller's market? To, to do that, let's first look at what a normal real estate market is. And that's often described as having equilibrium or stasis. And that's when there's a balance between buyers and sellers. Whenever we see an imbalance where there's more buyers or more sellers, then that's usually where we will see either a buyer's or seller's market. So if you want to consider a tug-of-war game, a uh, rope is being pulled one way or the other, you, know, you can pretty easily see which side is prevailing. In real estate, the ways that we use to gauge one side or the other as far as dominance are things like inventory, uh, if there's a lot of homes on the market, how long properties are on the market, and what are prices doing? Are they going up or going down? And these factors reveal what we would call demand, and that helps us to determine if there's more buyers or sellers and to what degree. In the Willamette Valley, up and down uh, from Portland to Eugene, a typical rule of thumb uh, for a housing supply being in balance is between three and six months, and that's a pretty broad range. But if we get much more than six months of uh, home supply, then it can pretty easily be said that there's more sellers than buyers. When we get below the three-month level of inventory, then that's where you've got more buyers than sellers. And what happens, as we'll see, are changes in market time and also in prices. As a matter of fact, if we take a look at the, the current Portland area home inventory, and that includes uh, basically uh, the Vancouver, Clark County area, Yamhill County, Clackamas County, Washington County, and Multnomah County, uh, that current figure for inventory is 1.4 months. It's just ticked up just a tenth of one month uh, in the last 30 days. So we're still in a very low inventory uh, level, 1.4 months, uh, well below the three-month normal range that we uh, start to see as, and describe as normal. And that can change uh, certainly in month-to-month in, uh, -month periods. Uh, we're seeing in comparing it with the Salem market, uh, the Salem market now is right around 2.6 months uh, of home inventory. And so it's about double, close to that of the Portland area. And certainly if you take a look at the graphs, uh, comparing price changes over just be, uh, the last, uh, say, few years in these two different markets, you'll see a pretty clear indication that they're both with these lower uh, inventory figures, they're rising. Uh, so prices are coming up. Uh, moving over to the coast, uh, it's a completely different dynamic. Um, the jobs drive the income and the coastal communities are more spread out and there's less employment as far as the, the hubs of, of occupation and where the jobs are. And so you also have lower populations and that translates to less real estate demand. And as a result, we could forecast that the inventory could very well be 
larger at the coast, and that's what we see now. Uh, we've got about a nine-month supply in uh, parts of the Oregon coast, and so well above that three- to six-month range that we would typically deem as the, the norm. Uh, and looking at the different uh, communities throughout the state, I mean, it's not just greater Portland or greater Salem or the coast. If you go to Bend or you go down uh, towards uh, the southern southern Oregon communities, uh, we'll see variations on this. Uh, a big big driver, of course, like we say, is the jobs and available housing. But uh, with each of these scenarios, they are constantly changing. So uh, whether your community or your neighborhood is experiencing something similar to these uh, that we've been talking about, uh, they could be in between or they could be in a, a state of flux where they're maybe coming out of a, uh, a very large uh, inventory of homes. But the next step we can take a look at here is what does this all mean? I mean, these are, these are numbers, these are statistics. Um, but I think if we step back from it and take a look, what we're looking at is, is buyer and seller behavior. And uh, when you've got lower inventory and there's basically fewer homes being chased by more buyers, uh, what you'll see are a couple of things. You'll see shorter market times, um, and that can come with bidding wars. Um, you have multiple offer scenarios that, that will come into play. Um, you also will see rising prices because as the, as the sellers you know, place their homes on the market, they're looking at what else has been selling. And uh, with that upward momentum, you know, most sellers are going to be looking at what's recently sold, and they'll be pricing their properties accordingly. And so uh, shorter market times, rising prices, uh, and it, it will contribute to continued scarcity unless there's an intervening action. Uh, for example, more homes being placed on the market, more new construction, um, jobs, uh, you know, moving in, moving out, all kinds of things can, can have a factor or government intervention. And loans are another thing. I mean, uh, loan programs can change, interest rates can change, but uh, assuming a somewhat similar environment for loan types and interest rates, uh, it's typically a supply and demand thing. So um, if we're looking at the other extreme where we've got instead of a uh, small amount of homes available, if we go to, like we're saying, uh, parts of the coast, we then would expect longer market times. Um, we're going to see uh, prices not necessarily rising. They may actually be flat or even dropping a bit. And uh, with that, uh, in the increased market times, you know, you end up having competition among sellers. And so each one of these uh, will have an impact on the, on the buyer-seller relationship in terms of, you know, what offers are considered to be good or strong. Um, for example, you could have a property at the coast that's been on the market for quite some time and maybe for months. And uh, those sellers may not have seen an offer yet. And, uh, you know, what may be seen as a slap in the face in parts of uh, Portland or Salem, uh, Beaverton, Kaiser, could very well be welcomed. Uh, they're glad to get an offer. So the other part that is kind of interesting here is, is the whole thing about appraisals. Um, these markets that are really appreciating well, um, the more rural properties are sometimes a little lagging compared to, say, some of these, these larger communities we're talking about. Um, the appraisers have to make sense of that. And sometimes what we'll see is the market might be booming in, in uh, up and down the valley, uh, but you get out into a rural area, uh, 
maybe along the coast, but not necessarily. Could be, you know, anywhere in, in the state. Uh, the appraisers maybe don't have the comparable solds to use to in order to justify uh, a purchase price. The smaller communities, the ones that don't maybe have the economic engine of lots of jobs nearby, uh, will still be in a recovery phase or lagging the growth of, of larger communities or ones that are maybe proximate to lots of employment opportunities. And so um, that's one of the factors that we're seeing uh, we have to weigh. I mean, just because it's a hot market in, in one area doesn't necessarily translate um, to to a community not necessarily so far away. Shifting gears to uh, some of the specific figures for parts around the state, uh, taking a look at the growth in uh, home values. If we take a look at uh, greater Salem area, I'm looking at several multiple listing uh, statistics from the Regional Multiple Listing Service, RMLS. A um, couple that stand out, parts of East Salem are up nearly 30%. Uh, over last year, so just in a 12-month time frame, uh, up almost a third is, is quite significant. Uh, if we take a look at West Salem, uh, that's up about 16% over a year ago. And then uh, the rural areas of Polk County, those are up about 18 plus percent. Over at the coast, uh, Lincoln City is up 12.4% in home price value uh, over the last 12 months. And uh, shifting gears over to North Portland, 15.3% uh, increase in home prices in North Portland. Uh, coming in close to that is Oregon City and Canby at 14.2% increase in home prices over the last year. And Tigard and Wilsonville are both at about 11.5% as far as appreciation in, in home values over the last year. Well, that about wraps it up. If you have any questions or would like information on home sales or home valuation factors in your immediate area or neighborhood, feel free to drop me a line. You can send an email to Roy at CertifiedRealty.com, and I'm glad to send you a report specific to your town or neighborhood. Uh, you can also reach me toll-free at 800-637-1950. So for now, this is Roy Whiting with Certified Realty. Wishing you the very best.